This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Misty Busher, let's talk with, let's again, sports complex. Where are we at? What's before the council? People are thoroughly confused, thought this was signed, sealed, delivered six months ago or three months ago, move on with it. Now we've got another vote coming up. What's going on? So I was just going to tell Mr. Lathan there we're going to make MacArthur Boulevard very busy with a sports park for him, which is great for his business to be right down the road. Absolutely. Yes, so that'll be a good spot for him. Uh, The uh, sports park is going to happen. I am committed to making it happen as your mayor and met with Steve Luker Friday. We do have the extension of the business district that's going to be voted on tonight at City Council. That is needed in order to continue for the payment of the bonds. So the developer's Ah. agreement that was signed with the previous mayor said that the um, business district would give cash towards the bond payments because there's bonds going to be issued for that for 23 years. The business district does not have 23 years left on it. So somebody needed to fix that. That somebody is me. So we're fixing that tonight and that'll be done. Then we'll go forward with the bond financing. I've been in touch with the local financial institutions that are going to do the bond financing. I've been speaking with them. We're going to get ordinances together then for the bond financing. We're going to have a groundbreaking and good things are going to happen. So I know there are some aldermen that are very, very suspect. One, of course, Alderman Roy Williams is very, very, you know, like a lot of Springfield people who have seen these things before and think we'll believe it when we see it. There are a couple others, um, not necessarily convince them, but convince Mm -hmm. the public, as you just said, you are thoroughly convinced that the money is there from the investor standpoint to start this project. I am. I had meetings Friday Uh, with our attorneys, their attorneys, the bond council as well. Um, So I am very convinced. I think that our citizens are um, not believing because I call, I want to make them believers. I say, you know, the people that follow Justin Bieber are believers. Okay. But I want to make Springfield citizens believers. Um, But we were going to have the Xanadu sports. I mean, if you think about all the things that were going to be there. And I think that's where our citizens are coming from is because it was this, then it was that, then it was this. So they're just like, is this another this or that? So this is going to happen, and we're going to make them believers, our citizens, which is great. And it's going to be great for the entire MacArthur Boulevard area. That new business district extends across the street so we can bring in additional businesses. I've already uh, told Ryan McCready at the Growth Alliance what two businesses I really want to see across the street. I will write letters as the mayor. Um, There are things that I really want to see over that I think will expand that whole space and complement what we're bringing in with the sports park. Uh, The developer has some ideas of things he'd like to see over there. We were talking about that on Friday. Um, And I think in answer to your question with the alderman, uh, I can't explain what happened before I was mayor. I've only been the mayor since May, so all I can explain is what's gone on since May 5th of this year. And the developer's agreement that was signed had a little kink in it, so we're fixing that right okay. now. And then we're going to move forward with the bond financing. Um, the alderman, I do know, last Tuesday night said that he didn't want to see this come forward again. It has to. The bond financing has to be approved by council. The council we cannot bond out debt without the council approving it. So there will be additional ordinances coming forward for those things. I'm hesitant to ask, but I'm going to ask because people you think there might be some significant movement on the property in September? This is September 5th. You think there's significant movement by the 15th or should I wait till October or we don't know? 
So we did talk about that in our meeting on Friday, okay. and I don't want to get out ahead of the developer because he needed to have a conversation with Superintendent Gill this weekend. Okay. Because the school district is a big part of this as well. So once uh, Superintendent Gill and he have spoken, I spoke to the alderwoman in that area uh, Friday night, Alderwoman Notriano, because she is also a big piece of this because she's going to help us close the deal. So uh, I did my part talking to the alderwoman. He's talking to the superintendent, and him and I are talking this morning about that date. Let's go downtown because, again, if there's cynicism, we know that you sat in the treasurer's office. You were people come in and talk about the, the ramp at Fourth and Washington, how that was going to be all rejuvenated and redone, and so on and so forth. Fourth and Adams on the southwest corner used to be a bank savings and loan. They were going to build a place with the roof garden up on top, and so on. We still see, and again, not this is not. I know you, as you said, you've only been mayor since May. The the Y lot is still there. There is still some other things downtown. How challenging are all those things? How important is to get some movement on some of those things that have been on the drawing board for a while? So I've been in conversations with the county and the state about the North Mansion block because that is a main thoroughfare to our capital. And once we do that corridor, that Third Street corridor, and change that over to a greenway, um, it's going to be really important that the capital is highlighted from that North Mansion block. So I've been in talks with the county and the state of Illinois to make sure that we're putting the right sort of improvement in that space. So those talks are going on right now. And then also uh, the tourism district that the state passed that we can have a tourism district, that's really going to help our downtown area. That is a a special tax only charged from hotel rooms, so our citizens aren't paying for it. It's people who stay in hotels, and it goes only for tourism. So we can use that money that is created from that for a possible BOS center expansion. Uh, Right now, our Convention and Visitors Bureau can only bid on small to medium-sized conventions because of the size of our convention center. there's not enough meeting space, meeting rooms. So if we were to have an expansion, we could bid on medium to large size conventions, which would really change the dynamic of downtown, bringing more people downtown. That transportation hub across the street is key. You can ride the Amtrak, get off the Amtrak. We see it in um, all the time in downtown Chicago. We're going to see it in downtown Springfield now, where you can drag your suitcase from the from the uh, or roll your suitcase from the Amtrak station all the way to, to the hotel right there and then have a huge convention. So that is something I really want to see happen in downtown Springfield. Is there any talk there was a number of years ago, and I think you're familiar with it, to merge or come into one, the Convention and Visitors Bureau and the BOS board combined to one. Is there any advantage to that? Are you comfortable the way that is operating at the moment? So I actually reached out to Gina Gimberling, who used to be our Convention and Visitors Bureau director, and she is now the director in Arkansas, in Little Rock. She is the Convention and Visitors Bureau director there for the whole agency in Little Rock. Yeah, and she's told me multiple times I need to come visit her, and I haven't made it there yet, (laughs) so I'm going to be in trouble if I don't get that done. But um, I talked to her about that because she doesn't have any skin in the game. She doesn't have anything to gain or lose from it, and she hired Brian Oaks from the BOS Center and attracted him down there, and he's in Little Rock with her now. So her opinion mattered a lot to me because I don't, I'm not going to win or lose with talking to her. And she said there is really no advantage to combining them. That's what she told me. Uh, Let's talk about another subject that we touched on earlier, the homeless situation. Um, We kind of agree, but we're not have skin in the game like you do, obviously being mayor. There appears to be maybe a segment of people who aren't going to go to any shelter, no matter what we provide for them. I don't know 
what that percentage is. Are you comfortable with the strides that a number of community agencies and working to groups working together are making to address the homeless situation? I am. Um, the Heartland Housed Group, which is the group of all of our shelters combined, ran by Josh Sabo, is really key because everybody's on the same page. And before, not everybody was on the same page, it's meaning all agencies were kind of going their own direction. Now they're all combined doing one thing. They have a goal of within, it's about four and a half years now, of being at functional zero where we have no homeless. And when we say no homeless, as you said, there are going to be some people who choose to not have that assistance. They don't want a shelter. But there are a lot of homeless citizens who do want shelter and just cannot figure out how to pay for it. And I've hopped on a couple of Heartland House board meeting calls. Um, my schedule doesn't always allow that I get to be on them all the time. But when I get on them, the sentiment I hear a lot is that some of these folks that we have that are, are homeless are going to be what you and I would call uh, needing assistance for the, for the rest of their life. And so they're also trying to set up these folks so that they can have that assistance so they do not become homeless again, because that's part of the problem. So they are really, really keyed in on the, on the issues. A news release I just handed to me, like I read these things. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Do I you need to know to this? Huh? No, it's uh, Friday's uh, announcement uh, no, it's of the building. City of Springfield uh, unveils flagship initiative, Build Springfield. Tell oh, me yeah. about it. Tell me about it. So Build Springfield is a cleanup effort. We're going to clean up Springfield. We're going to do it several times a year. And uh, all the city agencies are on board. We're reaching out to any group that wants to participate, businesses, non-for-profits, oh, state agencies, county. We're going to have a central location where groups can set up booths so we can get, like, for instance, Capital Township to set up so they can talk about assistance with financial assistance to people. Uh, we will be there. The city will be there about jobs. Uh, we'll have the Red Cross there talking to people. We'll have different groups set up, but then in the meantime, we have a 55-block radius that we have designated due to shot spotter and also looking into where all of our fly dumping problems are because those seem to be areas that get picked on, and that's where you want to clean up those 55 blocks. And it encompasses wards 2, 3, and 5, kind of the edge of 4. We don't go into 4, but at the edge of 4. Um, so where we're going to walk around that whole day, clean up, uh, talk to people, knock on doors, and fix the sidewalks, fix the streets, the potholes, everything in that 55-block radius that day. Uh, let's talk about, are you comfortable with money? Has all the money been allocated for the railroad relocation project? Are we still waiting on some federal, a.k.a. state money, whatever it might be, to finish that project? We are still waiting on some federal money for that project. But Mitch Landrieu from the uh, federal government was here. He's part of Biden's cabinet. Uh, they are very proud of that railroad relocation project. Springfield, this whole central Illinois railroad Railroad relocation project is something that the federal government is using to talk to other communities about. So I do believe it will happen and we'll get the funding, but we are still waiting for some. We talked about, uh, and this is always talked about, is there ever any serious thought about annexing the Illinois State Fairgrounds to the city of Springfield? I don't want to do that. Really? No. Why not? Because I like how it sits. I'm a North Ender. I like it being state property. I talked to uh, Jerry Costello over there. We work together very well he and I do the governor and I work together well I believe I think the governor thinks that too so um, I don't want to pick on them and they don't want to pick on me so let's just work together <laughs> I just love the idea of CWLP in charge of that electrical out there they are so good at what they do well they still supply electric out there 
They do? I thought Amarin did. No? Uh, I think they do a little bit of stuff out oh, okay. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, Amarin right. is out there, but they, like, I I think our firehouse out there might be. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. The firehouse yeah. is a key integral part of the fairgrounds yeah. for sure. Um, economic engine. How big is that state fair for the city of Springfield? It's great. And the fact that we've, when I say we, the state of Illinois, we're all taxpayers sure. sitting in this room for right. the state. But the state has um, done all that work to the multipurpose arena, so we can bring events back to that. They're finishing the Coliseum, which will be a huge deal. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. I went to a AKC uh, championship of uh, – I'm trying to remember the dogs that go through all the different courses mm-hmm. and that I went out there and watched that and talked to the, some of the people this last fair. And there's only four of those in the nation. Really? And we get one of the four at that Coliseum. And they're so proud four in the nation to go to the AKC finals, AKC finals four in the nation to qualify. And we're one of them. It's amazing what goes on out there and more and more things like that will come to town through the improvements the state of Illinois is making out there. Uh, I talked to Jerry Costello and he and I talked about pipe dreams of what we would both like to see out there and i told him i really want a hotel in the fairgrounds he goes so do i oh yeah absolutely. i mean wouldn't that be great no absolutely and everybody it's like a a badge of honor if you have a golf cart at the fair right it's a badge of honor so Sam has <laughs> mr. One. mr I, golf cart i know i see him driving around on it out there <laughs> but but uh if you could have events out there and let people drive golf carts around and run them they would love it no, no, I don't argue To with their that. hotel? No, argue. They would love it. Absolutely. Misty Busher is with us. Uh, final question or two. Um, and the Public Works Department has been so challenged, Dave, folks, and so on. There's the director and going through that storm and, and what a great job they did cleaning up the city and so mm-hmm. on. We've talked about that. And yet the, what is causing a lot of newer neighborhoods? Uh, I understand some of the old sewer system, you know, can't handle all the rain. But it seems like any major rain now, streets flood so easily more than they used to, uh, standing water in streets more than they used to. What's going on? Well, I think one of the things is we get a lot of rain at one time okay. sometimes. So that would be part of it. It just doesn't have anywhere to go. Um, the second thing I would say is a lot of our sewers do need to be upgraded. When we got the first round of ARPA money in 2020, mm-hmm. I emailed as treasurer the people, the powers that be, and said, I know I'm not a voting member of anything, but I would use all this money to fix the sewers. Literally, that's what I said, because the sewers do need attention. And people want to get to and from, from their home to their work or whatever. And when a big downpour comes and it's time to get home, it's stressful. You know, your kids are trying to get home or whatever. So we do need to take care of our sewers and our streets. But a lot of it is just climate and how much rain comes at one time as well. Final. Final question, if you will, uh, a few positions still, people are temporary positions. Are we getting close or getting close to so fill the those? Um, the last two we have that are temporary are the library director right. and economic development. And Val and I are going to talk about economic development to see what her future will hold. Uh, we're going to have that talk soon. And then the library director is on first reading this coming tonight ah, okay. for the new library director. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah. And I want to say I've never... I'm been to Jack Robertson? No, and we have been customers She's been for a customer years. Forever. For years. <laughs> Mike and I haven't. Mike said, tell Jack that um, the reason that people drive by and go, your lawn looks so nice because it's always green thank and you, pretty. Thank you, Misty. No, but they do. Thank and, you, Misty. And, and Mike. I, I guess, thank yeah, you, Mike. And, Mike, <laughs> and I'm not picking on my neighbors, but I have one neighbor who does his own lawn, and then I have another neighbor who does nothing. So ours just stands out, and it's. I'm always. I, every time somebody says something, they walk up, I go, Robertson Lawn Care. That's what I well, say. Thank I'm, you, okay, Misty. Because of that now... That 
that paid announcement, you'll get a bill for it. Uh, but no, taxes. I pay the taxes every year. That's Come right. on. This is in the city. This that's is in right. the city. So how about when he does his pie day, free pumpkin pie? Why don't you come out and join us for about a half hour? Yeah, and help us I pack. haven't ever came and gotten one either. A lot of times we're filing our petitions when you're doing it. Really? It's the same oh, day same that day. we file oh. our petitions. Okay. Yeah, because one year Ralph Hanauer made us all jealous because he brought the pie up to show right. us what he got while we were all in line. Well, next, <laughs> there, there are no petitions, right, being circulated this coming November? Uh, there, there will not be not for, for city, for right. county, right. For, city for county, for county. Yeah. Unless you're going to run for something else, you're not going to be. No, no. okay. So, so we have we, a lot to fix. We would expect to see you out here on the line with us, passing out the pies to people. Oh, I would love to. That would be that? awesome. Yeah. that would be great. As we long never... as I don't have to wear a turkey costume. <laughs> the Bonzi. Now, when Bonzi's here, she may have to do that. <laughs> Who? That guy. Potsy. Yeah, Potsy. Oh, really. That guy, Potsy. <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> awesome. It's Much. cool. People need to come in here and see all of Jack's uh, artwork. Trophies. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I know. Trophies. I like it. I just hope I'm not one of those with these days. <laughs> He's giving Mick Wanless a run for his money. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks, Misty. Thanks. She visits with us once a month, and uh, we thank her for that on her schedule, and we're thanking her for coming out here to Jack Robertson Lawn Care. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.